if you are, you know, listening to this and you say like, well, you know, I can't afford $200 worth of all organic groceries every week. Like it's okay. Every we, we're going to meet you in the middle. That does not mean that you need to leave with Doritos and soda and uh, chicken nuggets because those are two extremes. So we're going to meet you in the middle here with how to make great nutritious choices, but on a budget that like everybody can sort of work with. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and fad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Kelsey. We promised a how to eat healthy on a budget episode and we got it. Yeah, we got it. Your nails are really nice. Thank today. you. <laughs> Actually, I, they're they're kind of run out, but no, uh, they're the so compliment. nice. I just love starting. That's two compliments you give me today. That's true. That my hair looked nice when I literally didn't brush it. Looks nice. And that that's so. Ma- I give you no compliments. That's today. it's not a competition. I feel good giving you compliments. I like what you're doing with your bio lot. Well, how do you say it? Balayage. Balayage. I think. I don't know. I always say <laughs> I always say it wrong, and I always want to ask my hairdresser, "Hey, can we do that?" <laughs> oh my god! And then you just and then I'm like, you know what? Just highlights. It's fine. Have you ever <laughs> been on your way to the hairdresser, and then you ask Google to say it out loud, and she's like, "Balayage." And I like practice it before I go in. I'm like, oh, balayage. <laughs> and then I end up saying it with like kind of an Australian accent. And she's like, why did you do that? Why? It, you like, sound very much like Siri. Is that a coincidence? That's so smart to do that because I have a lot of words that I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Mm. And I just read them over and over. And I'm like, I'm trying to But you don't say them out loud. No. Yeah. And then I get, and then it comes to the moment like, okay, what do you want to do with your hair? And I'm like, buy the highlights. <laughs> just get the foils. I, I just don't know. And I and I feel so stupid. I just got to put it on. So it says it to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to say it brilliant. back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use that a lot. Okay, well. Because I'm always My like, hair is going to be looking better. <laughs> you know when you're always like reading like studies and stuff too and you say you know things like really well, but you're always reading it in your head and never saying it out loud. And then one <laughs> Like the one time it, you like go to use it out loud and you're like, oh, that is not how it sounded in my head. Well, that's the thing. I had that on um, diastasis. Diastasis. Uh, diastasis. That's, how she, know that's how, to... how she says it on, on Siri. She goes, diastasis. <laughs> so I obviously have read an immense amount mm-hmm. on diastasis and then but like when you need to go say it on a podcast like I've read it and read it and read it and I pronounce it a certain way in my head which is diastasis that's how I pronounce it in my head and then when we were doing the podcast on it I was like and I was like I uh, I, but I knew exactly what it was because she knows this so well but I know what you're going through when your tongue is in the way (laughs) it's just like get out of my way but thank you on the nails so today's episode eating healthy I think it's a really practical it's so practical I love 
practicality. Yes. And I love myth busting. So this is like my ultimate episode because I feel that the myth that eating well is far too expensive or more expensive is just being perpetuated when in reality it has very little basis in truth. And I feel that people do not need one more excuse, right? I mean, it's hard enough (laughs) to get to the grocery store, to get to the gym, to take care of your kids, to work a job and function in your daily life. Like all these things are And by no means are we saying this is going to be easy. Oh no. Anything easy isn't worth having anyway. So who cares if it's easy? Mm -hmm. However, I just think that the idea that it's out of reach for some people and that no matter how hard they try, it's just going to be out of their budget and therefore they have to be stuck with Doritos and and drive-through is just a myth that has been perpetuated for far too long. So we're going to have a bunch of practical tips on how you absolutely can eat well on a budget and bust up all of those myths with actual we're going to give you like actual prices of yeah. stuff like just I, well I love when you can like leave a podcast and you say like I have these things that I can do today that I can implement and that aren't that hard what I love about a lot of the solutions and I think we did this with our nutrition tips Turned out to be 11, 12, maybe. <laughs> 19. 19. We, we won't be adding. But I think we did this similarly with that one where you could leave with these things. I know a lot of our ladies wrote some stuff down. So if you want to write some things down during this one, that would be a great tip for you. But you can leave actually with things that you can implement into your daily life today. And like, I I just feel like that's like one of the coolest things because you don't have, it's not this like far off thing. It's like, okay, let's, let's actually talk about it. But when we talk about simple solutions, there is this like search for complexity in some of the simplest things well, that we I do. I say this all the time. I say this all the time that if if people are she handed, says this all the time. Listen, <laughs> I say this all the time. If people are handed sort of a simple solution when it comes to diet and exercise, it's almost like for so long that they have been seeking answers that if you if you present a simple solution, people are like, well, there's no way that can work. That's way yeah. too easy. I would have figured that out a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> like there's so much skepticism surrounding like it, how simple. It's it almost is. like if, if the more complex and difficult something is when it comes to eating and, and exercising, it's like people think, well, that will work more because it's more complex. But that's actually what keeps a lot of people from their goals Mm -hmm. because these amazingly impossible diets that are so hard to sustain or these routine workout routines that require you to be at the gym for three hours, which no, I mean, we are small things consistently well over time. That is, I just, I can't preach that enough because if you do the small things consistently well, you will a hundred percent see results. So let's, it's like washing your hands. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't wash your hands once a week for 19 minutes mm-hmm. and expect that it's going to take away all the germs. From, right. No, totally. I like yeah. that analogy. But just I've washing your one. hands like several times throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I love to wash my hands. By the way. <laughs> I know you do. I, I do too, actually. So first of all, I want to start on the extremes that I feel that there are always sort of like when people are up against making a lifestyle change, sometimes there's one extreme going to another, right? So we have on one end of the spectrum, just really highly processed 
seemingly cheap we're going to talk about that. They're actually not cheap, but fast food, very convenient options, right? That are everybody knows across the board are not nutritious choices. And then we have everything organic, all fruits and vegetables. Like we can meet in the middle somewhere, guys. It, it does not have to be, I'm either eating Doritos or an all organic salad. Those are, we talked about this in the that's not balance episode, right? Mm -hmm. That's not balance. (laughs) Okay. The best idea is to fall somewhere in the middle of that. And so if you are, you know, listening to this and you say like, well, you know, I can't afford $200 worth of all organic groceries every week. Like it's okay. Everything we're going to meet you in the middle. That does not mean that you need to leave with Doritos and soda and uh, chicken nuggets because those are two extremes. So we're going to meet you in the middle here with how to make great nutritious choices, but on a budget that like everybody can sort of work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you see you just see a lot of our ideas sprinkled throughout different aspects of what we're talking about. So when balance comes into play, we're not just talking about balance in your workouts or in your lifestyle, in the foods that you choose. I think you see this sprinkled, these ideas sprinkled throughout everything that we're talking about. And that is just one of the most important ones because every time I start a discussion about eating healthy on a budget and changing some of the things with with a budget in mind and saying like, this budget is real. And I'm like, no, I feel you. I can't eat all organic. And it's like, why did we just jump to the complete other end of the spectrum? (laughs) No, like, no, no, we don't need to jump over there. So like with the basics, when you're starting to look at your nutrition, you need to start with lean protein, fruits and veggies, healthy fats and carbs. Complex carbs. Guys, this is, um, if you haven't listened to our trip through the grocery store episode, definitely go back and hit that because it's a good precursor to this episode. But Mm -hmm. those are the basics that should be in your car every week. Yeah. So if, and as you're meal planning, so as you're looking at, I think that the, the confusion starts is when we just go to the grocery store and start just peeling whatever we're seeing or whatever's on sale. Wait, that's a tip. Don't, don't yeah. Well, I'm just, well, I'm just saying like having the outline of what we're looking for first and then having that meet you in your life. Like lean protein for me may not look the same as another person. You know, I like fish and like salmon, things like that, cod. And a lot of people are like, well, I can't do that. I don't like fish. So that's okay. You get some chicken. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> some tofu, some turkey meat, whatever it is. Like these are just the outline and then you fill it in with what you actually like. Well, that's the most important thing. Nobody's grocery cart is going to look like yours because we don't. And that's why we never preach the like, this is what you have to eat. And this is the diet that will get you where you want to be. That's going to look so different for everybody. But the outline is the same. Lean protein fruits and vegetables, healthy fats, and complex carbs. That's what every human being needs to keep on breathing. Mm -hmm. So if you have those things, whatever you like, fill in the blanks. And then, so we're going to get going with some tips here on how to manage money and eat well at the same time and how that those two things are actually synonymous. They go together beautifully. (laughs) It's Actually, the argument that we're going to make is it's actually more cost effective to eat well, not only and definitely listen to the prevention over treatment episode if you haven't, but not only is this the best thing you could possibly do for yourself, 
but it's cost effective too. So the first tip that we have for keeping yourself eating well in a budget is to buy whole foods. So what we're talking about is like when you're going to prepare a meal, you are going to be using ingredients that have no other ingredients. Mm -hmm. They are the ingredient, right? So we're talking about buying foods that when you flip on the back, there's no ingredient list. Chicken breast, chicken, chicken, (laughs) tomatoes, pork meat's often in there. Tomatoes. (laughs) I mean, when we really want to get down to the nitty gritty of what you want to purchase in the grocery store, we want it to be the most whole example of the food that it possibly can be. And guess what? This is actually the cheaper way to buy something. Okay. Because listen, what we're paying for is convenience always in the grocery store. So when it comes to like, um, you can walk down an aisle, get a box of something, open it right there and start eating it. You're paying for that convenience, that that food's already been processed, prepared, whatever, cooked in some sort of weird way. Well, yeah, you're, you're not only paying for the convenience, but you're decreasing the nutritional value as well. As, as you start to get more convenient, your nutritional value drops. In most cases, that's like, think of it like potato chips. Okay. So like you're going to buy potato chips at the grocery store. You're able to open them and eat them right there. They're, you know, X amount of dollars. I don't know what. (laughs) Potato chips are like three, $3.99, something like that. However, if you were to go buy a pound of potatoes, that would be significantly cheaper and you would get significantly more food. So I mean, everyone knows when you open the bag too. <laughs> yeah. Where's all open the, the chips? Bag. <laughs> it's like this, it's like the, like a foot of air. Why is there 90% <laughs> air in this bag? <laughs> what, what just happened right now? So no, that's true. And so, but, but yeah, you're paying a higher price for the convenience of that food and the air. Startlingly, the air <laughs> is not free in the potato chip bag. But startlingly, you're also paying for a lower nutritional value, whereas if you wanted to just go and get the actual food that that once was, a potato, it would Mm -hmm. be not only cheaper, but a better nutritional choice. So you want to stick to whole foods when you can. And guys, it's going to be cheaper to stick to whole foods. Oh, 100%. And I know there are some times where you're like, you know what, I'm willing to pay for convenience, but at least you knowingly pay for convenience. I always use the example of the onions for Rachel because she buys these pre-cut onions. And like I tell her, I'm like, that's way more expensive. You're getting less onions. And then I get a bag of onions. I have to cut them myself, but it's cheaper and I'm getting probably three times as many. You're buying a bag of onions and I'm buying the pre-cut onions and we're paying the same. I'm probably getting one onion. You're probably getting four. Yeah. I don't give a shit. (laughs) So there are times that you're willing to pay for convenience. My nails will stink. (laughs) My nails will stink for a week. I don't know why this is just me, but my, if I cut onions, smell in your hands. no, because I smell my hands constantly because, you know, I just want to make sure. <laughs> and well, actually it's cause I bite my nails. That's why that's always near my nose, <laughs> but like, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I can't smell that. And I don't know why my nails absorb it more than other people's. I just don't, I, but I'm not doing it. I'm not cutting onions. I draw the line there. I will budget the rest of my week so I don't have to cut onions. <laughs> well, I think that's fair. But I, I, my biggest argument with looking at eating healthy food on a budget is most people genuinely don't know that they're paying for that convenience that they're paying extra money to process food, take all of the nutrition out of it and give you less. And then you're paying extra money. It's like, I, that makes me mad. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> you want to buy mad. your cut onions, at least know you're paying for that convenience. And Rachel's like, I don't care. I, I don't care. I will all day. Our second tip is buy in bulk. I think a lot of you who have families are probably familiar with this tip. If you have a Costco or BJ's membership, it definitely comes in handy when you're buying things like whole grains, nuts, seeds, and of course, meat, if you can. When you're buying in bulk, you're going to be paying less for the pound. And if you've ever looked at just buying like cashews, nuts, any kind of things like that. And you look at like the, that big jar that's like $12 and you're like, holy nuts, that's going to last me. Holy nuts. Holy nuts. That's going to last me for like six months if I don't go TMN. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why we don't. TMN is too much nuts. That's why we don't. You know, when you have three too many nuts and you're like, oh God, that was it. My belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why on our tips for um, not overeating, you never yep. eat anything out of the container. Yeah, yep, you, you always portion that out. Portion so it out. That's how you don't make sure you have TMN. Yeah, but if you get that same, probably a quarter of the nuts in a package that you get from the grocery store, you're probably paying six dollars. I mean, we know nuts are kind of expensive. This is just an example, but you're you pay like six dollars for those and you probably get a quarter of the amount. So if you have a bunch of people that you're feeding in your house or something like that that isn't gonna go bad, a lot of people I know that buy in bulk, they have an extra freezer that they're putting all of the I, meats. I'm pretty sure that's just the Portuguese mothers of <laughs> Oh God. I was not gonna say that. No, but real talk, <laughs> like in where we live, there is a very, very large Portuguese population. And those mothers, I am married to a Portuguese man. Yeah. And the <laughs> Portuguese mothers, if you don't have an extra freezer, like they'll come over your house and be like, where's your freezer? It's like, no, right here, but where's your other freezer? I mean, these women will store With the backup freezer it's like they have a backup on a backup on a back they, it's like they're prepared for the apocalypse but all they have is frozen food like if it's the apocalypse how are we going to cook any of this <laughs> we'll start a fire i guess but i mean backup food on backup food on backup food and when personally when i go to bj's i get super overwhelmed because i'm only a family of three and my son is only two so i mean he eats a lot but not bj's worth mm. um so it often overwhelms me to have like portions that big. Sometimes you don't even have like the storage in your house. But if you can sort of like, I mean, to be fair, if you got all the junk food out, you probably would have the storage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. True. No, I think that buying in bulk is an awesome, awesome tool. And if you can have an extra freezer, go Portuguese mother it. Because like <laughs> you, the amount of meat you can store, it's like, it's freaking awesome. And then you're and not going to look at per pound too, yeah. how, how much you're spending per pound. It's always significantly less. And if you're freezing it, we'll get to that in the future. But if you're freezing it, you know, it's not going to go bad. Totally. Number three, definitely, definitely want to plan your meals. Now, this is one of the things that I think can limit the amount of waste. Now, how many, how many of us have ever gone to the grocery store hungry or without a plan? And then you sort of fill up your cart with like all the things that look good at the time. Ooh, 
ooh, avocados. I should eat more avocados. Yep. I'll get three. Oh, grapes are on sale. Okay, the problem is when you have no plans for these foods, like exact plans, if I don't have anything in my week where I know I'm going to eat avocados, I don't buy them because you know what will end up happening? I have that thought at the moment, but if I don't have them planned into my meals, I'll walk in three days later and be like, oh, mm -hmm. all these avocados Brown. are bad. Mm -hmm. It's really, really imperative. What I do is I And use nothing hurts more than throwing it out. Oh, that is so painful. And this is you just why, see money going into the trash. This is why I think a lot of people have the impression that healthy food is more expensive because it perishes quicker. Mm -hmm. You don't have the thought on like the um, Ritz crackers sitting in there. You don't have that thought because you never actually have to throw them out because they're like lasting forever. But with produce, it goes bad so quickly that if you didn't have a plan, it goes right in the trash and you go, wow, I'm wasting money. So how to limit that is to have a plan for the week. I love my like system where I look in my what the fuck is for dinner book and I pick out five meals and then I write them on my chalkboard so that I have it staring at me. So when Tuesday comes along, I know I'm making meatballs. I bought the stuff for meatballs and I didn't buy extra stuff. That well, I'm like, that's the key here is buying the ingredients for the meal that you're making. Because when you look at actually what this meal costs, whatever it is you're making, the price tag isn't that big. And But when you end up going to the grocery store and you throw a bunch of things in your cart, you're like, oh, wait a minute, how did I walk in here and spend $100? I have this joke that every time I walk into Whole Foods, I breathe the air and spend 75 No, for <laughs> real. That is expensive air. Yeah, it's real expensive air. But if you go in with a plan and you have, you, you know, have the things written down and you're not hungry, and you're walking what? around the grocery store hungry. That's a bad idea. You're like, well, I'll eat this <laughs> now and now. But if you say, okay, for me, just an example of this is on Sundays, I go in specifically for kind of Monday and Tuesday on what I'm going to eat because like I know those are those are going to be times pretty set in stone. I get snacks for each day. And one of those days is going to be seaweed salad as long as they have it because I love seaweed salad. Um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> is that a weird thing? But I don't care. No, I love um, seaweed salad. Yeah, and it's a great snack and it's actually a really good brain food if anyone's wondering about that. It improves cognitive function. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fun facts. I believe it. <laughs> um, but I know that when I'm going in there, I'm going to get snacks for Monday and Tuesday, at least like four, you know, because you can have four snacks. I mean, snacks. <laughs> yeah. Snacks for life. Snacks for 11Zs, you know. Yeah. And I always make sure I'm going to have eggs, broccoli, my four things of snacks, and whatever I'm going to have for dinner Monday and Tuesday. So that's just, that. those are just like my two days going to be filled out. And that's going to have lunch in there too, because whatever I'm going to eat on Monday, I'm usually going to have for lunch on Tuesday afternoon. And then I'll have Tuesday dinner, which will take me to Wednesday afternoon. But you're not going to go in there just helter skelter going, mm, I'm not sure what I'm going to make. I mean, that's a way to buy things that are going to be wasted. And some people like to only plan it a couple days in advance. Like Kelsey is a real big one on, I don't know what I'm going to want. Mm -hmm. So she plans a couple days in advance. I like to plan for the week just because like, I have to get my stuff ready and I have to have certain crock pot meals for certain days because my son is going to annihilate my life. So I like to plan for the week, but however you like to do it, the plan is set. And the only thing that makes it into your cart are things that are in the plan. If you don't know a specific time and place that you're going to eat said food, it's probably going to get wasted. So don't buy it. 
And as you're trying this out, just really commit to that. Say like, I'm going into the grocery store and I'm not going to get anything that's not on this list. Even if you're like, well, no, just commit to it for a certain amount of time and see how much money you save. See how much money you save. Cause I think it's going to be, you're going to be very, very surprised on how much you don't walk out of the grocery store going, how did I spend yes. this amount? It's sort of like planful, right? You know how much it's going to be when you go in. Yeah. So number four is getting generic store value and brands. So this is one of the things that I think people have been weary about when they have started to branch out into getting foods that they, they're really trying to make good choices and they're like, okay, so Applegate, you know, it's got a, it's got a good name in our, the health food space and you know, they're not adding a ton of extra ingredients. But what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid of the generic values because oftentimes they're using the same ingredients and they are significantly cheaper. Yeah, I, th- I often, I will look for the grocery store brands um, just because I know that they're going to make a comparable, they're just copycatting all the ingredients. 100%. And obviously you want to look, right, just to make sure that it's not anything that you don't want to be consuming. But yeah, I, I definitely think that- You don't have to go all in broke going organic. Like, I'm sorry, you just don't have to do it. Do you, Are you going to make certain choices that you're like, okay, do I want to buy organic? That, if that's your personal choice, but when we're talking about a budget, don't be afraid to go to those brands. Okay, so on the organic note, I just want to, let's just iron this out a little bit because I think that the, there is a big, obviously, push for organic right now. And, and it has valid. merit. Mm-hmm. It has merit. It's valid. However, a lot of people get overwhelmed. They see the prices of organic things and they go, okay, whoa. But it doesn't have to be if you can't get the organic, then you don't get it at all. Okay. Here's some tips and tricks when it comes to organic food. What you want to prioritize as what buying organic and what maybe if you're on a budget, you can say, "Mm, maybe not this week. I can't afford to get that organic. Okay. If you are interested in some organic produce, here's what you should prioritize anything that has a skin that you are eating. Mm -hmm. So for example, strawberries, I do not buy strawberries if they're not organic, because I know that I'm going to be, they're one of the most highly pesticide foods, Mm -hmm. um, sprayed foods. And I know that I'm going to be ingesting the entire fruit. Well, <laughs> and lots of them. No, I, I do. I, like I was thinking Screw of this. You, like, no, I was thinking of this strawberry. I sent you in a Snapchat one time and I was like, bionic strawberry. Oh yeah. And it had, one. it was huge. And it had like all of these like weird, like you knew it was like genetically modified <laughs> strawberry. It had like it was muscles. Like, it was like the size of my hand. It was like one of those that you were like, all right, Kelsey, like go back to getting the organic <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> Those weird me out. Those weird. So, um, things that you're going to eat the skin. So like lettuce, I, t- I try to buy organic when I can, because I know I'm going to be actually consuming that. An orange though. If you want to talk about lettuce too for a second, oh. like the ones that you get that are like three times washed, blah, blah, blah. You, you watch those prices go up and you can say like, could I just get this dirty lettuce and wash it at home? <laughs> <laughs> want to talk about saving some money? Like convenience, right? Mm-hmm. You can get the three times washed, you know, ready to go lettuce. Or a farmer's market. You go over there, you get the big, like, dirty lettuce. <laughs> dirty lettuce. It's just well, dirt. if you don't wash it good enough, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a crunch. And you're like, yeah. was that a ladybug? <laughs> 
No, but I, but I really think that when it comes to organic, you can make choices. Like I say, you're saying about oranges, too. oranges, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm, I know I'm not going to eat the skin of this. If I'm tight this week with money, I'm not going to buy organic oranges because I'm going to peel it anyways. I know that that's not, you know, necessarily, it's not necessarily better. Mm-hmm. However, if you're on a budget, you need to make choices. So if you're going to eat the entire thing, try if you can to buy organic produce. If you are, um, if you can't listen, you're still doing it. Lettuce that's non-organic is still a better choice than Doritos every day of the week. So don't, potatoes are still a better choice than Doritos. It's like, don't worry if you just, you look at the organic price tags and you're like, wow, there's just nothing I can buy organic. That's okay. Still stay in that produce section because that's where you can really get some good deals. Buy a giant head of lettuce. It's it's very very cheap. Oh yeah, and you got like four meals at out of least. That. Yeah. Well, I have real big. <laughs> okay, maybe three for you. <laughs> so number five, don't, do, the other thing is don't be afraid of frozen. When it comes to fruits, veggies, and meats, um, you, you don't need to necessarily be buying fresh all the time. We do know that the fresh fruits, the fresh veggies, they tend to be a little bit more expensive and they do spoil faster. And if obviously. you're someone who's, who's like, this could spoil. A lot of the times the frozen vegetables, they're they're freezing them at the peak of their freshness anyway. So they're maintaining- Wow, you sound like a commercial. Oh, <laughs> for frozen vegetables. Yeah, no, really. I, I'll buy your vegetables any day of the week. Wow, at the so, peak of their freshness. At the peak of their freshness. But that's why they maintain their nutrients because they're being frozen at that time and then you're just defrosting them and eating them. So- some of the, I know I talked about this in the tips episode, but I always have frozen green beans. The emergency green beans are always in my freezer. I like, I have peas too. I like the frozen foods for, for that reason, for the emergency backups. If I know I'm going to be making something, I tend to like fresh vegetables better, just like the taste. So if I know I'm needing them in a recipe, I'll buy them fresh. But if I'm just like, okay, I need some emergencies for this week. Yeah, definitely. Portuguese mother it. Buy all the frozen stuff, store it in your extra freezer with your dead bodies or whatever else they have in there. And then you're, you're good. I mean, bodies of the wives <laughs> well yeah the non-portuguese like my my husband's mother comes like you don't have an extra fridge you're gonna end up in my extra freezer <laughs> our next one is portion control so this is one that i see a lot of the times especially as you're starting out on your health food journey you're starting to make some good nutritious nutritious choices and you make a big batch of something that you found a recipe and it's gonna be super awesome and then you sit down and you eat like 2,000 calories worth of it. Whoa. And it's like, wait, like you made this and it's good. You know, you maybe are making like, I don't know, like a kale quinoa with like grilled chicken on it. Like, I know people are like, I can't eat kale. (laughs) (laughs) But like you made this, whatever it is, you made this awesome recipe that is a really good. A big batch of chili. Yeah. That's what I'll tend to do it with. If I meet a big batch of chili, I'm like, well, I'll just have two bowls. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, it's good. It's good. Get it up. Mm-hmm. And how we really save when you make a big batch of something like that, which you make a big batch of chili, like, let's be serious. You're, that's like $10. And that's going to last you for like that dinner. You're definitely going to be able to eat it the next day during the day. If you don't work out later, I don't eat chili in the middle of the day from working later. Yeah, the burps. Oh, those burps. 
You don't want chili burps while you're like doing thrusters. It's yeah. not a good time. But you want to ration, be purposeful, not ration it over several meals. And that is really going to save you in the long run because those times when you're at work and you're like, it's 12 o'clock, I didn't bring anything for lunch, I'm going to order something, you know you're going to spend at least $12. At least. Right? Like if you just portioned out the night before and brought your chili, whatever it was that you made, and now you're going to eat it the next day, not only are you continuing to like make those good choices throughout a longer period of time, but you just save $12. Well, let's talk about it. You want to really talk about budgeting. Budgeting isn't buying junk food and saying, well, this is cheaper. Budgeting is rationing the food that you have and using it purposely. That's the ultimate budgeting. So yes, we want to definitely keep our meals under, our portions under control to make sure that the food goes the longest way possible. I mean, that's, that's budgeting 101 right there. Yep. Number seven is cook at home. Guys, real talk. You found the statistic. I'm blown away by this. People consume 20 to 40% fewer calories when they eat at home. 40% fewer calories just from eating at home. So you, I mean, you know, right? We go to a restaurant, we get an appetizer. Oh my God. Mark saw this meme. It was like the funniest thing. He keeps, he keeps referencing it. He said, it said, you want to eat six cheese sticks? No, no, that's too many. Okay. How about if I bread them, fry them and serve them prior to your meal? Okay. That sounds like a good warm up. (laughs) No, but really, like, because if you're sitting at home, you would never, you'd never pull out the cheese sticks and just start and eat six of them, right? But you go to a restaurant, but you also wouldn't fry them, and the mozzarella sticks come, and you're like, no, I'll have three as a warm up for my meal. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? So this is what I'm saying: the restaurant mentality, the portions are so big, the ability to get appetizers, to get drinks that you wouldn't normally have. You know, maybe you're gonna get a soda because you're like special out to eat, or maybe you're gonna get like an alcoholic drink. I mean, it's not really surprising that people eat 40 fewer, 40% fewer calories at home because it's not that mentality of excess. Oh, absolutely. And we don't even, we're not talking about this in this episode, but we don't even mention how the portion sizes for veggies is like a quarter of what you would typically have like at home and what you should be having in a meal. It's like, they're so small. I remember when I was traveling a lot in California, we had to get two extra sides of veggies to just like make the meal okay. Cause it was like this little tiny like cup. I was like, who's going to eat that? My yeah, dog. All the fries. Yeah. Yeah. All the fries are taking over the plate. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think if you really sit down and look at how many meals, not only is it money saving to eat at home. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. We're talking about eating healthy on a budget. Well, Because I think a lot of the times what we don't realize when, even if you're just ordering out and you're having it delivered and then you pay for the delivery fee, back convenience and for them to like make this food for you and you're like oh I'm you know I'm saving I'm just getting a pizza you know you've heard a lot of people we'll just Mm -hmm. we'll just go easy we'll just get a pizza you're not saving any money Mm -mm. by just ordering the pizza and paying all of those convenience fees First of all, you're not giving yourself anything on health. And secondly, you're certainly not saving any money because you don't have anything to eat then tomorrow. I was hoping you would say that. Yeah. And um, because now we have not even looked at the following day. Right. So, Unless you're going to continue. Oh, Lord. Then it's just like then then the, the cycle continues. Right. 
you could spend the same amount, but have another meal the next day. And a choice that's going to make you feel great. And then look at, look at really take a hard look. I know this is, you know, a common suggestion, but really, really take a hard look at your little things, your little conveniences. Like, okay, how many people drink their coffee out every day? Yes. You know what I mean? Like the majority of people get a coffee in the morning. Or tea, whatever it is. So I know it's sort of an experience thing, whatever, but most likely you're just dropping through the drive-thru. So let's be honest, it's it's not an experience thing. That we, When you add that up, we're talking about if you get one coffee every day from a, a Dunkin' Donuts, a Starbucks, whatever, you're looking at about $65 a month. That's if you just do it five days a week, just, just on work days. Mm -hmm. So like, and, and that's, that's just one one because most people stop for two. $65 a month, guys, think about where that could get you in re with regards to healthy groceries. Think if you had 65 more extra dollars to spend a month on groceries, could you manage a little bit more organic? Could you, these are, these are the sort of choices that we need to make. And when, if you just get a bag of ground coffee and make it at your house, we're looking at, what is it? $7 for a 30 ounce yeah. thing of coffee. This one, this one's like real personal for me. It's real personal about my oh. coffee, but it's real personal for me because I did this when I first joined a gym. I couldn't afford my gym membership and I really, really, really needed it. wanted to keep it because I was starting to realize how important health was. And I, I was like, how can I make this work? So I went and mint. If anyone knows that mint app mm. that we're not endorsed by them, just saying. Nope. Just um, saying. <laughs> and we I, like budgets. we like budgets <laughs> and I went in there and I was like, how much am I spending per week on coffees? And I was spending about, about that per month. And I was like, okay, if I put that 70 ish dollars towards my gym membership and stop getting a coffee every day. Could I make it work? Whoa. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's something that I'm willing to give up now. Immediately it was the, um, afternoon coffee that was actually more of a necessity. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was breaking that habit mm -hmm. because you know, how when you get in your car, sometimes you just do things. And I'm like, when I get in my car, like I want a nice coffee, especially in the summer. Mm -hmm. And it was breaking that habit. I know a lot of smokers are like, I feel you on that. Because when they get in their car, they want to have a cigarette. Right. With any habit that is undesirable for you, it's going to take some time to change it. And now I don't get in my car and want a nice coffee. It, it just, it, I've programmed myself now to not have that. It's good to put a replacement too. Like if you, if you know that you, when you get in your car, you like to drink something out of a straw, get one of those, um, reusable like straw lid things and yep. put water in it and Absolutely. say like, okay, like I'm still going to have something to drink here so I can still do my habitual little thing, mm -hmm. but I'm going to actually be hydrating instead of dehydrating. hundred percent. And if you're, you know, if you're looking to replace your, you know, coffee thing. Actually, you your coffee is going to be better at home because now I'm a coffee snob that makes my coffee at home. And if you notice, everywhere I go, I have a tumbler with me always that I'm that I'm drinking out of it. Like right now, it's coffee because it's still the morning time for us. But this came from my house. And look usable. Mm -hmm. We're not polluting. <laughs> We're not making more trash. I mean, all around, and it's saving you money. I mean, all around, it's a great. It's a great thing. But just in conclusion, guys, we're really, we're, we've really been pushed on this like idea that eating healthy is just, it's just so not attainable. It's just much easier and cheaper to eat 
crap. And the fact is, it's not true. A bag of chips is $3.99 at most grocery stores. A three pound bag of sweet potatoes is $3.44. Mm -hmm. Three pound bag. And Guys, there's no air. <laughs> there's no air in there either. Okay. You they're, can they're get one a shit ton mm -hmm. of sweet potatoes for cheaper than you can get bag of chips. Soda and juice is always more expensive than water. In every single part of the grocery store, every single part of the country. Life. Like chicken, okay? Chicken is one of my favorite ones because it's a, you know, kind of like staple in your meal. You know, Most your people. protein. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times we're like, oh, we'll just get a bag of chicken nuggets or whatever. And you can get chicken, a, a pound of chicken or whatever it is, two ninety nine a pound at Target. Like, we're going to call you out, Target. Target endorses us. No. <laughs> no, no, they don't. We just love them. <laughs> no, we just love them. Um, but yeah, you can get that for two ninety nine a pound at Target. And how much are the chicken nuggets? Four nine five. Oh, $5? Yeah, $5. And it was for two pounds. For yeah, that was our, that was what we looked at. So you could get the, and that's not chicken. Let's just talk about what's in the chicken nuggets. Ew. Yeah, that's, so you're not even myth, getting two pounds of like guys. chicken. You're getting breaded something, something. Something, something. <laughs> some like gullets and weird bones and who even knows. Yeah. But and like, if you go to Costco or anything like that, those prices, you can still drive them down for more. You can more, even drive them down further. Yeah, for more quantity if that's what you're looking for. Um, you know, and freeze half of it like a Portuguese mother. But <laughs> um, you can continue to drive that down. But the realization is straight up chicken nuggets cost more than a, than a breast of chicken. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, it's not true. This is not true. It's not true that it's more expensive to eat healthier. It's just it's less convenient that and your pet, you always pay for convenience. If you see a food that is convenient, you are paying for that. So let's take it a step back and say, maybe it's not that it's too expensive. Maybe it's that I haven't quite yet found enough time to set apart for my preparation of my meals. Maybe I'm buying potato chips instead of sweet potatoes because I haven't really planned the day properly to be able to A, get to the grocery store, B, peel sweet potatoes, cook them. I mean, these things take time, right? But it's not more expensive. It takes more time, but it's not more expensive. So once we take that out of the equation and stop buying the junk food, that's very expensive. If you take that out of the equation and you say, I'm not going to buy this junk food, I'm not going to do it. And, and with the excuse that it's, that it's cheaper. If you take that out of the equation and then you are going to probably have a little period of time where you're like, holy moly, there's nothing here to eat because what do I eat? It's well, when, anytime you're building new habits like that, you're like a little confused. So what I was, what was my go-to isn't my go-to right now. And what's going to be my new habit that I'm going to put in place. And it's going to take some, a little bit of brain power. So make sure you get the seaweed salad, <laughs> but some creativity to figure out what it is you want to snack on throughout the day. It's going to take some creativity and it's going to take some time for preparation. But these are things that you can do. And the reason why you can do them is because your feet are hitting the floor this morning and you are saying, I am going to make sure that I can live my longest, happiest life. You know what I wanted to say with that too when you said like saving money with eating, you know, good nutritious foods. I just like what hit me immediately was 
how much more productive you can be when you're fueled appropriately and how much more money you can actually make. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how much more productive you can be throughout the day when you're not feeling lethargic, when you're just doing better at your job because you're functioning at a higher level. Everything elevates. And I just, I just really want to like, like hone that down on people because I think a lot of people are not reaching their potential. Not even close. We see a lot of women, we talk to them and we're like, wow, you are an amazing human. You have so much potential in this world. We can make sure that you're firing on all cylinders and continue, like in continuing to just be the best that you can be. You know, you work harder, you think smarter, you open up your mind to new ideas and your productivity is going to go through the roof. We know that. We know that. And your body isn't limited in any way. It doesn't have any limitations on the things that it does that holds it back from getting to that next level in your job. In mm-hmm. these are Being the best mom, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to be the best at, Just make sure that you're giving yourself the tools to do so. Absolutely. And that starts with what you put into your mouth every single day. That was a great point. Thanks. I'm fucking (laughs) proud of you. All right, girls. Have a great week. Get to the grocery store. Try to implement some of these tips and tricks and maybe do some straight up price comparisons. Maybe look at some things in the grocery store this week that you were previously saying, well, I'm getting this because it was cheaper. And actually look at the Whole Foods version of that and see if you were I would love for you to mistaken. post it in the group. Yeah, I would love to see some of that. I would love to see the commitment in saying like, hey guys, I wrote down your tips and I'm going to commit to trying this. And this is what I got so far. This is my conveyor belt of groceries, whatever it is. And these are the meals that I'm planning to make. Sharing all of those is all great things. Love it. So um, get in the group fitness programming by CBG and we will see you next week with another great episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, head over to the Facebook group and take part in our free weekly workouts for a chance to win some badass gear. Search Fitness Programming by CVG on Facebook. We're in there every day. It's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. See you next week. Crush your goals.